It is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Welcome to Timeless Truths, and I am your host, Dr. Christine Van Horn. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolar, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is called More on Character, and I'm very happy to be with you. Character is such an important topic that I wanted to address it again. My book, Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times, has a lot of information in it that would be very helpful to you. And Appendix A in my book has an in-depth list of character traits in alphabetical order. So you can go there and look at that list and you can find the character traits you want to discuss in your family. A good place to start. Now, obviously, when you look at this list, it could be overwhelming, but when they are studied in an organized structure, it naturally flows. And in my book, I explain the different categories that they can be put in. So if there's a certain category, it might narrow down what you'd like to to focus on with your family. So let me tell you what those categories are. There's 10 categories where I've grouped all of these. The first one is virtues, values, and wisdom. So some examples of character traits that fit into those categories are things like persevering, positive, wise. The next category is determination and motivation. And some examples of character traits are committed, consistent, efficient. The next category is behavioral. And some of the traits that fit into that category, things like brave, rational, sincere. The next category is mindset, intellectual, and attitude. So these are dealing with with your mind and and your thoughts. And uh, examples are capable, creative, dynamic. The next category is emotional. So some examples are joyful, patriotic, calm. The next category is relational or social. So again, then these are, you know, more how you interact with others. And some examples are compassionate, encouraging, loyal. The next category is leadership. So qualities, uh, character traits that are needed by leaders. And some examples are decision maker, dependable, focused. The next category is competency. And those examples are diligent, organized, time-oriented. The next category is discipline or maturity. And some of those examples are determined, disciplined, forward-looking. And the last category is interpersonal communications. So those are forgiving, inspiring, and supportive. And you can look at the long list that I have in Appendix A, and they fit into these categories. So you can kind of group them yourself 
if there's you know a certain category you really want to focus on say your your child is you know in high school and they display great leadership qualities go through the list and you can see the ones that you'll be able to figure out what they are but the examples for that one are things like decision maker dependable focused and then you can focus on those you know particular character traits that would help your child with leadership just an example of what they are So I want to take a look at why becoming a better person of character is so important. And I've talked about it before, but I have a different way of explaining it. And this is in the book uh, as well. But I'm going to, you know, go through that with you here. Uh, So if you you are trying to write these down or you're trying to memorize what they are, get the book and you'll find them in there. So I've taken the word character and presented it as an acrostic. And an acrostic is where you take each letter and it becomes the first letter of something else to explain it. So um, that's kind of how I'm going to go through it. So each of the things that I'll talk about in becoming a better person of character are related to those letters, C-H-A-R-A-C-T-E-R. So let me read them and then I'll explain them and then I'll go through the list one more time. The C is for core values strengthened. H is for hope for the future comes more into light. A, assessment of self is conducted. R is renewal of self-worth. A, appreciation is enhanced. C, communication skills become sharper. T, trust with others is increased. E, Ethical qualities are better displayed. R reveals a more accurate identity of the person. Now, these are in my book. So if you get the book, you can see, you know, these written out. Um, And I'll go through these lists. I'll explain them. And then I'll go through that acrostic one more time uh, as I continue. Core values strengthened. So what is a core value? Core values are intrinsically part of who you are. Now, we all have different core values and differing levels of strength in in each of them. But core values are really essential to understanding who you really are. They're the things that are most important to you and make up who you are. They are values that are part of your core, your being, your real you. By studying character traits, you'll become more aware of which ones are the most important to you. Those are your core values. Core values are not material things. They are really, you know, character traits. And you'll find as you study these, which are the ones that have the most meaning to you? Those are your core values. Uh, Now, you might not have studied character traits like this before, but you're going to really have a better understanding. And once you know what your core values are, they're going to become stronger, going to become stronger. So this study will help define them for you and for your children. So one thing that you can do is to just take like 10 minutes, not right now, but at some point, take about 10 minutes and write down what you think are your core values. Don't do it from the list. Just do it from your heart. You know, what, what are the things that are most important to you um, that are core values? And, you know, it, it, it can be these different character traits. 
It can also be things like your relationship to God and your family, because that's who you are. If those really are your important things in life, write them down. But write down what all these things are. And uh, you're going to really find so many of them are based on character traits. So some examples could be things like um, honesty, caring, trustworthiness, friendly, bravery. But you know what? Go to that list that I have. There's like 250 of them there. And go through that list, you know, and really analyze what are your core values? What are they? And, And write them down. You know, put them in your journal. And I talked about a journal in a previous episode. And, you know, a journal is something where you log things. Log them on a daily basis. As you are studying things like, you know, character traits and all these timeless truths, it's important you write these things down. Write them down. And as I mentioned before, on my website, which is drchris.co, There are three free videos, and one of them is how to keep a journal. So please sign up for that, get those free videos, and watch the one on a journal. So I go into great depth at what it really means to to keep a journal. Keeping a journal is really, really important for you to do. So please go ahead and and do that and uh, get those free videos. So the next letter is H. So C-H for character starting it. But H is for hope, for the future comes more into light. You know, the more that you study character, the more self-confidence you're going to have. And your future is going to look so much brighter. Once you study the positive things, instead of focusing on the negative things that you can so often see in the world, it really makes your future brighter. It, It really does. You'll have a greater foundation to see how that character trait applies in your life. So if you're studying trustworthiness, as an example, you know, and the more that you study it, the more that you say it, the more that you focus on it, you're going to see how that can apply in your life. And once you apply it into your life, oh, it opens the door to the future. And that's what this really means. A is assessment of self is conducted. You know, when you study character, you're really reflecting on how it applies in your life. That means you're conducting a self-assessment of what that character trait is in your life. So, you know, just as you as you study it, you look at it, you reflect on it, you think about it, figure out ways to apply it in your life. That's a self-assessment. And you're conducting a self-assessment for that particular character trait in your life. And, you know, when you do it, it means you're really asking yourself questions about how it applies. So if you're talking about trustworthiness, as an example, um, you're going to, you know, find opportunities to apply it into your life. And that's a good thing. That's a self-assessment. Let me give you a little story. I'm going to do it from self-assessment of honesty. And this is a true story. It is of my life going back many, many years. I focused on the character trait of honesty. I wanted to be known as an honest person. So I did. I focused on it. I talked about being honest. And I didn't focus on anything negative. I focused on the positive. I was an honest person. 
And so I found different situations where I could conduct a self-assessment and prove that I could be honest. So I really started focusing on it so much that the smallest things in my life became really a a matter of importance. And I'll, I'll give you this example. I was determined there was nothing that I was going to take if it wasn't mine. And so I started really looking at, you know, ways that I could be honest. And so it it started one day where I found a paper clip on the floor and I picked it up and I was going to put it on my desk. Now this might sound a little outrageous, but it's it's what I did to conduct my own self-assessment and make these changes in my life. So I picked it up and I put it on my desk. And then I thought, that's not my paper clip. That isn't honest, picking it up off the floor and putting it on my desk. So I took that paper clip and I put it on, you know, a, a table that was just, you know, common to our work area. That wasn't mine. So I put it somewhere. So I essentially picked it up off the floor and put it where somebody would see it, but it wasn't mine. So I did not take that paper clip. And throughout time, that became such a big thing. So when I'd see a paper clip on the floor, or a rubber band or something, I would always pick it up, never put it in my workspace, but I would put it in a common workspace. It wasn't mine. And I was being honest by not picking up that paper clip. And it, it got to a point where, you know, I really started focusing on it. I would never copy something in a copy machine if it wasn't work, if I wasn't authorized to do it. It just wasn't appropriate. And that's how I conducted a self-assessment. So, you know, it might seem a little extreme to you, but it was what I really needed to do for myself to prove I really was an honest person. So just an example of conducting a self-assessment. The R is renewal of self-worth. So let's, let's talk about my example of honesty that I just went through. As I became stronger in the area of honesty, it really built me up so that I could really say I was an honest person. My self-worth became being honest and it became renewed. I was an honest person. And pretty soon people around me knew me as being an honest person. They could see that I wasn't even going to touch a paperclip that wasn't mine. And, you know, you can find similar touch points maybe within your own family or, or with your children or find your own example with a character trait. But that is, you know, just an example of something that you can do. Now, maybe you're, you know, you have a child who has, uh, you know, a difficulty in, in a particular area, say maybe like with honesty, like I gave that example, you might be able to do something to prove to them they are an honest person. So don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive, and they will have an increased self-worth. They become seeing themselves as persons of value. They become, you know, whatever that character trait is. The self-worth that they have increases when they see, oh, you know, I am that kind of person. I, I can do this character. And, and it's something that's really important. The A is appreciation is enhanced. You know, we once we study character, you know, we become more aware of things that are being done related to that character trait. 
So as an example with mine, with honesty, um, I became more and more aware of others that were honest or were not honest. And people that were honest, I appreciated them a lot more for their honesty. I was able to trust them. And, and just those, you know, focusing on those character traits in that way really becomes something of value. So let's take your student as an example, We're just, just totally as, as an example, and say um, they have really been good in their lives displaying the character trait of trust. And as they learn to become more and more trustworthy and you work with them, they will learn to develop it to greater levels and it will enhance their appreciation for this particular you know, facet of their lives. They are trustworthy. And that means that they can go to people and offer to do things for them. And they know they trust themselves to do it. And they can display to the other person that they're trustworthy as well. So appreciation is enhanced. C is for communication skills become sharper. As we learn more about ourselves and others through character development, the outcome is that we develop communication skills that become sharper. We become more focused. They become more keen because we can focus on that particular character trait and communicate it to others. So if you're a person who is trustworthy and you've proven that to yourself, you can tell someone, I will do this for you and you will do it. And they will know that you will do it. You will follow through. You can communicate better with them. Let me give you an example. Let's look at the character trait of being helpful. You know, if your children realize that this is a strength in their lives to be helpful, help them develop it further. And it becomes so much easier for them to talk to others about being helpful or offering to help to do something. And it just, they, they can communicate that to people better. So they can also communicate this need to others. So it, if they need help, they can communicate better. I really need your help because they know what help really means. Uh, communication just becomes so much easier, you know, when we gain the expertise in that particular area. So in that case, you know, being helpful. And when you communicate, you don't realize how effective and how important your words really are. I want to give you uh, a quote, and this is from Joel Osteen. He's a pastor, author, and teacher. And this is what he said, you can change your world by changing your words. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Very powerful because you can change your world by the communication that you give. And a person of character knows how to communicate at a different level when they can communicate about those character traits and about the needs that they have and being able to do things for others. So let me repeat that quote one more time from Joel Osteen. You can change your world by changing your words. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Communication is a powerful thing. Now let's go to the T. Trust with others is increased. When you sharpen your skills in a character trait, it builds trust. You know that you're going to follow through. And others know it too. And that creates trust. 
you know, and you, whatever that character trait is, you learn to recognize that trait in others. And it all just builds trust. You build, you know, trust with people and in, in ways that you could have never imagined. So let me give you an example, because I like to give examples. Let's look at the character trait of encouraging. Let's say you realize that this is a strength in your life. You will begin to recognize it in the lives of others. And I kind of said that, you know, before, but once you feel that connection to that other person with that character trait, you got a special bond there. And then you can communicate that skill set with them very easily. And that's trust. It really is. You will also see where others need encouragement and you're prepared to give that to them. And that's done through communication. But once you, you know, share that character trait with someone, it builds a trust. It builds that bond. So trust with others is increased. And let's go on to E. E is ethical qualities are better displayed. Some of the character traits you will find are ethical in nature. You know, my example of honesty was it became ethical for me to ensure I was totally honest at work. No one would ever be able to find fault with me in this area. I didn't cheat. I didn't steal. Not even a paperclip. Let's look at another example. I'm choosing the example of being fair. Would you say that a person of ethics is fair? I would. You know, this this is a character trait. You know, if it's something that you want to develop further in your life, or even if you want to do it to just become more aware of how you operate in it, you will find that it becomes more displayed in your life. Now, I have another quote, and this is from Zig Ziglar. He was an author, motivational speaker, and I like this quote. Since belief determines behavior, doesn't it make sense that we should teach ethical, moral values in every home and in every school in America? That is good. It's powerful. Let me repeat it. Again, from Zig Ziglar, author and motivational speaker. Since belief determines behavior, doesn't it make sense that we should be teaching ethical, moral values in every home and in every school in America? Well, we can't control every school in America, but we can control our home. And teaching ethical, moral values, that's part of what we're doing in Timeless Truths. And just it's just something that, you know, you see how you can apply all of these things really into your life. And the R at the end reveals a more accurate identity of the person. So as you begin this journey of studying character for you, as well as your children, you're going to see that it goes beyond the week, you know, that you're studying it. It's something that you become aware of beyond that time frame, or all the time, like I did with honesty. That was just something that I did for myself. You know, it was just something I wanted to do. But that's how I really learned that process, you know, of, of honesty and of how to, you know, focus on a character trait and really develop it in your life. And it reveals that accurate identity of who you really are, whatever it is. For me, I was an honest person. I am an honest person, and I have proven it to myself and to others. But whatever character trait you're studying, 
really incorporated into your life. It's not just for a single discussion or to write a few notes in a journal. It's to become that, you know, that becomes your identity. And it, it's just something that you need to really focus on and, and do and help your children do this. You know, they, they will learn to apply these strengths in their lives a better understanding of who we are and what character traits are strong in our lives is really just a validation of yourself. It is really who you are. Your own identity becomes clearer, and that is something so powerful. I have another quote for you. This is from a Christian uh, recording artist. Her name is Lauren Daigle, and she makes it clear how important this is. You have to know your identity. It's the biggest thing in wanting to pursue your creative dreams. Really, knowing who you are, those character traits are really going to help that. So you need to really help your children study all of these. So let me repeat this acrostic one more time. The C is core values strengthened. H, hope for the future comes more into light. A, Assessment of self is conducted. R, renewal of self-worth. A, appreciation is enhanced. C, communication skills become sharper. T, trust with others is increased. E, ethical qualities are better displayed. R, reveals a more accurate identity of the person. So I hope that gives you you a little more in-depth understanding of character and the reasons to to study it. I'd like to close this session by talking about character traits from a Christian or Jewish perspective. If you're Christian or Jewish, you need to follow the Word of God. Character is defined in the Word of God. For Jewish families, you're following the Old Testament. For Christian families, you're following the Old and New Testament and the Bible. If you choose to follow a character trait, any of the ones listed on, you know, Appendix A on your own or ones that you come up with on your own, find a relevant scripture if I haven't defined it for you. You know, my teachings are really meant for everyone, but I have the basis of the Word of God in everything that I teach. Godly teaching is critical, even if we're not quoting scriptures. It's because it's true. It needs to be godly, but you can turn to the word of God to find those answers that you can really explain to your family. It's a great foundation. Just, you know, focus on eternity. You really need to have all of this teaching for your children and and have their eternity in mind when you're teaching it. You know, teaching them the scriptures that match those character traits, really, really important. You know, we need to act Christ-like in all that we do. We have an audience of one. A few other things for Christian or Jewish character-building recommendations. Don't send your children out the door unless you've prayed protection over them. Praying the 91st Psalm is a great prayer of protection. You know, you don't know what they're going to face that day. It could be something terrible. It could be a good day. It could not be a good day. Pray over them before you send them out the door. Um, Pray the 91st Psalm. It's a great prayer of protection. Husbands, do this for your wives. My husband, before he passed away, he never let me out of the house 
ever once without me being under prayer cover. You know, and I just can't imagine how many ungodly things I could have encountered, but I was protected by God from them because I had prayer cover over me. You know, another thing you can do is really engage in what's going on in the schools. Ensure you approve of the curriculum that your children are being taught. Um, Come against anything that is ungodly. uh, and, And there seems to be a lot of it out there these days. Really, just get engaged in what your children are learning in school. Fight for our nation's freedom. Increase patriotism in your home and honor the flag. The true founding of our nation is really not discussed in schools. And there are great books that you can study to really understand what our our nation's founding was. Encourage you to really go, you know, and, and delve into some of those things and study them, but increase the honor of the flag and patriotism in your home. Another thing you can do is conduct yourself according to the word of God, because your children are going to imitate you. So really, watch what you do. Watch what you say. They will imitate it, and you want them to really imitate good things. Bridge the generational gap where it comes, you know, through the word of God. It is not failing. It is not faltering. It was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Conduct yourselves according to the word of God. Bridge the generational gap where it comes together under the word of God. Great place to pull, you know, different generations together from grandparents to grandchildren. Another thing is pray over your children's classrooms. You can. You just can't lead prayer inside your school. You can be out in the car. You can pray over your children's classroom. You can pray over your children before they go out the door and then pray over the classroom from your home. You can do that. You don't have to be, you know, scared away that you you can't do anything like that because you really can. You just have to be careful how it's done. Become more involved in your children's school to know what's really going on there. There could be things you don't approve of, but you won't know unless you're involved in their school. So wherever you can, just get involved in their school, whether it's, you know, being a room mom or whatever it is, um, just, just get more involved in the school. And even when you're in the school, you can quietly pray there. You can uh, quietly pray in the spirit too, if you're spirit filled. If you want to know more about this, I have a book that you can find on my website called God in Schools. It's a study about the original intent of the American public school system. It'll surprise you. It really will surprise you. And it talks about what caused us to get to where we are today and what you can do to put God back into the American public school system. So I want to encourage you, if that's something that interests you, look, you know, look at my book, uh, God in Schools, and you can get that right off my, the website or it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble as well. And you can teach the content of the Ten Commandments in school without teaching them directly. Think about it. You know, I plan to do a podcast to explain how to do this at some point, you know, but here's an example. You can explain to your children, stealing is not a good thing. And that can be a part of an everyday discussion. You don't have to say it's the Ten Commandments. Stealing isn't a good thing. And you can, you know, just be creative in how you can talk about these things. You know, if the Ten Commandments were really taught in the home and at schools, we'd have a lot less problems in society. I'm sure we would. And as I had given you my quote before, many problems we currently see in the news 
their character problems. So there's, you know, as you look around in the world, there's really a rapid decrease in morals and integrity in this country. It's really imperative for you to counteract that with what you teach your children in a godly fashion. You know, they, they are depending upon you for your guidance, and it's your responsibility to be able to do that. And I hope to give you ideas and things throughout these podcasts that will give you insight into be able to how to do this better. So that is really what I wanted to cover for this episode. So please, if this is something that speaks to your heart, please subscribe, rate, and review. Share this with your friends. You know, if a few of you are listening to this, you can discuss it together and would you do about this or how would you handle that and you know share different ideas back and forth and that could be very helpful uh, for you to be able to do that but until next week i say farewell for now from christine van horn and timeless truths bye-bye Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.